All right, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this episode of Educating with Ease. My name is Todd Bauer, superintendent here in the North Penn School District, and I am pleased to have you joining us for another episode. In North Penn, we believe in elevating learning, ensuring belonging, embracing our community, and exceeding expectations. Well, today happens to be February 8th. It is a Thursday here in the North Penn School District, and uh, of course, things are humming right along. Uh, we are past the midway point, so kind of headed down the peak into the valley. That is going to be the third marking period. We start up spring sports. The weather starts to turn. The days get longer. Excited about all those things. Speaking of excited, let's bring in somebody who's always excited and always enthusiastic about all that goes on here in North Penn. Mr. Bob Gilmer, cue that music and get in here. Woo! I had to start with a woo since we uh, told me how excited we are this morning. It's a great morning. I'm excited for today's podcast. A great special guest that is going to bring... I'm a, I'm a North Penn historian, right? You are. I know our special guest that we'll reveal in a moment knows far more than than anything I've gleaned over the years. And I go to their, her often to get more information. Uh, so I'm excited about our guest today. Really exciting today. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of, and I can't wait to bring that guest in here, but <laughs> speaking of guests, last episode, we had Dr. Kurt Dietrich. How are the metrics on that episode, Bob? Have we... Uh, they were off the chart. Off the chart. I'm sure they're off the charts. I didn't check them since we last talked, but <laughs> guaranteed they're off the chart. It was awesome catching up with Kurt. Uh, obviously, he's staying busy, but enjoying retirement by being a superintendent in an interim capacity again and working at a as a supervisor for his township, uh, keeping busy. But it was great to hear about his family and his grandkids and how, how it's going for him. So it was awesome hearing from him again. Bob, I think you're on to something. Maybe an annual episode, Catching Up with Kurt. Oh, I like this segment. Yeah, you said that. That, yeah, that, that, yeah, that was great. Down right now. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Catching Up with Kurt every yeah. January. All right. Um, so with that, anything to throw out there about North Penn in general before we bring in this? As you said off the top, it's like exciting because we have our – our orchestra festivals, our choral festivals, our band festivals. We have teams that are in playoffs, uh, working into playoffs now. It's just a really busy time of year. Uh, students are just popping and humming with all kinds of activities. We had an awesome uh, free food fest that the students organized here two weekends ago now. Uh, so there's just so much happening. It's just an exciting time. It's the busiest time of the year, January, February, March. Uh, but uh, it's, it's great. A lot of great things happening in the district. Speaking of great things happening. There we go. Yesterday was the return of the Reading Super Bowl, right? So we had the North Penn Knights heading to our each of our 13 elementary schools to read stories to the elementary school students. It's just great. I went around to a couple elementaries. We spread out across all 13. When I say we, I mean like cabinet level administrators. We got to see kids read to in classrooms of their former teachers. Some students had uh, their younger siblings in the room. I saw some pictures of kids standing as a fifth grader with the North Penn Knight football player. And then now they're a reader as a junior or a senior. Just really cool stuff. It's uh, kind of building the community and embracing community the way that we aspire to here in North Penn. So love it. Was awesome day. Enough about that awesomeness. Speaking of awesomeness, Bob. We have we more to, awesomeness coming up. So I think I'm going to slide out so you can do your introduction. Okay. And we'll, we're going to pop in uh, the theme music for this person right now. I'm sliding out. 
Okay, okay. All right, so that gives you a vibe. Bob has given some hints. He talked about historian. Bob prides himself on being like the North Penn School District historian. But someone who is beloved by all and known by many more than all. Someone who's been in the North Penn School District for 53 years. Ladies and gentlemen, I am pleased to introduce to you none other than Mrs. Linda Law. Bring Linda in. Hey, Linda, how are you today? I'm great. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm great. And I'm even better now that you're my guest here. And you got the theme. You got some uh, Valentine's Day red on. So Red's a great color for me. There you go. Even though I have many blues. Uh, I'm sure you do. Blues in the sense of color, not sadness. Correct. All right. So, Linda, why don't you tell us, uh, Bob alluded to the fact that Mrs. Linda Law knows a lot of North Penn history. Why don't you tell us your history here? So you started in 1971? I graduated from North Penn High School, which is now Pendale, in 1971. It took us three days to graduate because it was raining. Oh, wow. I After graduation, I received a position at Penfield Junior High School. Back then, it was a junior high. Now, it's a middle. I started there on August 25th in 1971, stayed there for 13 years, had my son, Todd, who's the same age as our Todd, mm, how about that? and came to the high school, I believe, that September of 71. Okay. Uh, you came to the high school in... 84, right? You said 13 years? Correct, yeah. yeah. Wow, okay. So yeah, fun fact, everyone. Mrs. Law has a son named Todd. My name is Todd. And we were both born the same year. So Mrs. Law does remind me, you know I'm old enough to be your mother. (laughs) Uh, So that's great. All right, so tell us, um, started in 71. It is now 2024. You are in your 53rd year here serving this community, which is spectacular and wonderful. Uh, Tell us all the hats you've worn and the different positions you've had. Well, at Penfield, I did guidance secretary. I did attendance secretary. If someone was absent in the cafeteria, I went over to help serve lunch. Then I would come back to the office. When I left Penfield, I came to the high school as the athletics activities secretary with Doc Ryan and Mr. James Finnemeyer. And then I just went from athletic and activities to all athletics because they split the position. So you have, if I'm getting this correct, you have been in that role, although the position split, for nearly 40 years. Correct. Wow. That is awesome. All right. Go ahead. I am the one and only North Penn High School Athletic Secretary that North Penn School District has ever had. And I love my job. Yep. That's really cool. All right. And I know you have some other hats too, but let's bring Bob back in. Bob, here we go. Here's your opportunity to ask questions about North Penn history. We heard Doc Ryan, James Finnemeyer, certainly uh, many, many folks that Linda has worked with. But Linda, you also advise our student key club. Yes. Tell us a little bit about the key club. Okay. North Penn High School Key Club is under the direction of the Lansdale Kiwanis Club. Key Club stands for Kiwanis Educating Youth. It's a volunteer organization, and we help out at all our elementary schools, everywhere in the community, anyone that calls and says, oh, we need help this weekend. We're having a dance, or I need help next weekend. We're doing a uh, 5K run, and we do a lot of Scoogee events, and 
we go all over the community to help out as much as we can. A lot of the kids help at Mana on Main Street, and a lot of kids do their own outside hours as well at their churches and synagogues in the community, mosques, all their religious um, volunteering. Got it. All right, Bob, take it away. You got to have well, questions now. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, I never knew what Key Club meant until you just I didn't said either. It. I didn't want I, to admit it. Yeah, I'll admit it. So I never knew. So I just was like, oh, Kiwanis. I knew it was Kiwanis. And I just thought that they were key to the community. That's why they're the key club. And that's why it was that way. So I just learned something today. So thank you, Linda. <laughs> so I want to know... Um, what was for you? There's a lot of games and events. You're practically at every sporting event we've had over the last 40 years here at North Penn High School. Is there a game or an event uh, that took place in that realm where you're like, I'll never forget this moment because it was awesome. Um, there are just so many events we've had over the years. I'm just curious if one sticks out for you where it, you just always will. Like, that's the first thing that pops to your head. It has to be good. It can't be a bad thing. <laughs> Well, I enjoy basically all the home football games and the one that we had that was special with uh, Dr. Dietrich and Doc Ryan and Tina Stoll and myself. And I got a whistle as a memorative. Uh, uh, that was great. I mean, all the uh, cancer um, events that we had in the stadium prior to it being remodeled, which was greatly needed. And I'm pleased that it was remodeled. And... I just love all the sports. I mean, I love my job. I love what I do. I love being here for the kids. That's why I'm here. I took this job because I wanted to help the students and people in our community. So I, I actually had a conversation with someone yesterday and they asked the question, something like, we had an event here at the ESC and they called it the Super Bowl, S-O-U-P. And, and people brought in different kinds of soups for lunch. And But I was asked, Todd, is, is the job everything that you wanted it to be, everything you thought it would be. And I, I said, yeah, no, you know, no real surprises. In general, you know, there are challenges, but I really like the people I work with. I really enjoy the camaraderie, the kids. The, but that's the nature of educators, right? And educators spans the entire organization. People work in schools because they care about kids. They want to help, right? And you're a perfect example of just like kids, <laughs> like it doesn't matter what sport, it doesn't matter what they're doing. I like to help them. I like to be here. Their energy kind of gets you going. Uh, that's great. But oh, oh, wait, Bob, Bob, I, they're talking. They're talking in my ear. Hold, hold. Oh, this is big, Bob. This is like I hear the music. The, that's why I wonder. The event of the pod. Breaking news, folks. I hear that Mrs. Linda Law has some news she's going to break on the Educating with Ease podcast. Linda, go. after go. 53 years, you have an announcement. Go ahead. Um, I will be retiring as of May 31st, 2024. May 31st uh, will be my last day. I, figured last I was born in 53 and I've done 53 years, so it's time to go. Your last day as the athletics department secretary. However, something tells me you're still going to be involved, still going to be around, still helping children, all those things, correct? Absolutely. I could, will continue to do the North Penn High School Key Club. I've also said that I would be willing to substitute for our secretaries at the high school and work some sporting events and just continue to keep myself young. That's right. All right. So in, go ahead, Bob. You're so. Here. 
I've said this, I've joked with Linda for years now. So the Linda is the record holder. There is no one that has ever worked as many years as Linda in the North Penn School District for 53 years. Uh, and that's now that she retires on May 31st, there is a possibility that somebody can catch up, but it's going to take another 20 years for that to happen, right? Is that so, you? No, well, here's the thing. So Jim Albach was the previous record holder because he started in 1966. He's a bus driver. He retired I don't know how many years ago, Linda, now, like six, seven, eight years ago, he retired. Right. And my joke to him was, dude, you got to retire so I can catch up and get the record. And then as soon as he retired, Linda's like, da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> I think they say, hold my, we'll yeah. say, hold my soda. Hold my popcorn and, and hot chocolate at the football game. <laughs> but I don't see that that record's going to be beat anytime soon. Uh, it is not going to be beat by me. I have 34 years. I can't imagine working, what is that, another 16, 19 years, and then I'd have to do 20 to beat the record, right? 20 more years I'd have to work. I have 34 now. I'd have to work 20 more years to beat that record. So, Linda, I think that's going to stay for quite some time as the the longest-running, tenured uh, employee here in North Penn School District. And we were chatting a little before we got started. I did not know this either. You are the only athletic secretary in the history of North Penn School District. That is correct. Doc Ryan used to do it all by himself. And then I came along and he and I put everything together. After Doc, there was Bill Bartle and then Donnie Walsh and now interim athletic director, Kyle Berger. So I've lasted four people. <laughs> and Don was no short timer. <laughs> no, he was not. He was, what, 30 plus years yeah. himself. Yeah. Incredible. And so he still comes in at least once a week. Just uh, the gentleman of all gentlemen's, uh, absolutely love to see doc. All right. So if you had a crystal ball and I recognize you do not, what does retirement have aside from continuing to keep your toes in North Bend? I will be golfing twice a week instead of once a week. Okay. Cause I love to golf. I belong to the North Penn golf league here at the high school with a lot of 25 gentlemen and myself. I'm the only female in the really? league. Absolutely. There used to be many women prior years ago, but they've all decided not to golf anymore. I will be traveling to my home in West Virginia quite often, spending more time with my grandson, who is now 23 years old, oh. and uh, hopefully uh, seeing my kids more often. That is great. And a wonderful way to transition into some of our weekly segments here, Mrs. Law. All right. So... Bob, which one do you want to do first? Let's do uh, let's let's do the magic one, the, the one you're going to make up on the spot. Okay, question of the pod. There you go, question of the pod. Question of the pod this week. Since we're talking about retirement, and since Mrs. Law just referenced West Virginia, so you got to switch it up. It can't be West Virginia. <laughs> the question of the pod is: What is your favorite vacation spot? And you can choose to go first, second, or last. Linda, your choice. Myrtle Beach. Oh, she went first. It's Myrtle Beach, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about why you love Myrtle Beach. I'm going to have to guess it's the golf. It's the golf. Plus, my husband and I, John, uh, went there for our honeymoon. It oh. was the weekend of 9-11, so we could not fly. So we drove to Myrtle Beach, saw all the sights, golfed, had fun, went to the beach. I've been back two times and I'd like to go back again. And we have lots of friends in Florida. So that would be another trip. 
That's awesome. All right, Bob, take it away. So I'm, I'm in the beach too. So I'm a beach person. Um, not because I like to be in the ocean. I just like to sit by the beach, have a nice breeze. Uh, the beaches that allow beverages, just sit on the beach, read a book. Get it, I always say, get a little sun kiss, just a teeny, I always get sunburned, but just a teeny bit of sun so that when you take a shower off the beach and you go out and you have seafood that night, you're warm, it's nice. That's that's my ideal vacation spot always. I don't have a particular beach. As long as there's sand and wind and beverages, I'm pretty good. Got it. Well, so I'm going to say my personal favorite, like where I would go, is a, a mountain of some sort. I would love to uh, ski. I love all the things. I love the opera ski. I love the hot tub afterwards, a warm campfire. I love all that stuff. But I don't know that it is as family conducive as another type of environment. So I love like the lake environment, Mm. not a beach person, but I love to just sit out on a dock, have the kids out playing in the water, the campfire going on the shore. So I would choose a lake as opposed to a beach, but I do like a, a good beach once in a while. So, all right. Speaking of a lake, my family used to have a home in Promised Land Lake in the Poconos. And my cousin now owns the home, and we can go anytime we like. Linda, my my wife's family also has a cabin up there around Promised Land Lake, the state lands there where you own the cabin, but not the land, that whole thing. Awesome. Yeah. My father did all the electrical work, and cousins and uncles did the plumbing, and they built it all together. And my cousin uh, still has the home. And I haven't been there in years, but we used to go every summer with Nanny and Pop-Pop and everybody. And speaking of my grandparents, um, my grandfather was the fire chief of the West Point Volunteer Fire Company. And I was also president of the Ladies Auxiliary. And my mom was president and my grandmother was president. So I'm a firehouse brat, too. She wears many hats, folks, as we said at the top of the hour here. Sounds like you need to go to Promised Land Lake during retirement. I should travel there. Yes, I will. All right. Well, uh, that's what I said. Well, I got to figure that out because we, my wife and I were talking recently. We haven't been up there either in a long time. Um, so I'm going to laugh if we're literally like a couple houses away from each other. Well, our house, <laughs> do you remember the Rangers Inn? Yes. Our I karaoke there once. Yes. I did karaoke there once. <laughs> our house is basically catty cornered across the street okay okay we're nearby we're nearby we're not on the same road but we're nearby so that's good all right I'll have to figure out the address and let you know yeah yeah i can't wait for the update all right <laughs> next segment here is local eats so linda this is just a segment somewhere you've eaten recently in the community a recommendation to the listeners of the pod your favorite restaurant whatever it, it doesn't have to be your favorite but you know what i checked out this place the other day and it was pretty good Uh, Just trying to plug some local organizations or uh, establishments. So you want to go first or last? I'll go first. Go ahead. Tell us. Okay. So last week we were at the Lansdale Tavern with some friends. Had an enjoyable meal there. I love Lansdale Tavern. I spent a lot of time at the Cannoneers Club, which helps support students and Mm -hmm. sports. I spent a lot of time there. A favorite restaurant? I like to go to different restaurants. So anywhere in the community. I love uh, seafood. Last week, a bunch of us went to Bridget's in Ambler Mm. for dinner, and that was an exciting place to be. Okay. And basically, Applebee's is good. 
My mother used to love um, going to different restaurants. We would take her at least once a week. So anywhere in the community, just to help out the community and the locals. All right, Bob, I'll step in here and go second. Okay. Uh, I don't think I've used this one. I'm going to run out of places because you and I (laughs) share a local eat each time. But just last evening, I had a lot going on. I had a meeting here till, I I don't know, I was here till probably six. Um, And my kids, of course, are going a thousand different ways. And my wife says, can you meet me at good old Henning's Market? Mm. Just, can you meet me at Henning's? Something quick. Uh, keeps all the, the people happy, right? Because there's many choices. The dinner buffet. It is a little pricey, I'll say. <laughs> uh, but it was family night. So a little bit cheaper for the kids. Uh, but in the end, yeah, Henning's Market is just a very convenient, centrally located between Lansdale, North Penn, and Harleysville on my way home. I met my wife and children there to have dinner, and everybody left uh, full and happy. So I'll say my locally is Henning Supermarket. Nice. And is that the same uh, like shopping center where Energy Station is? No, that's Landis. Oh, well. Henning's, Henning's is- at, a little further up. I got you. I know where you're at now. Yeah, yeah. 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 Harleysville. Yeah. Correct. So my, my local eats, uh, we just went up there. I keep hearing about this place. We were up in uh, Percocy for, I think it's called The Country Place. Yes. A country place. The country place. So speaking of seafood, that's one of the things that's kind of missing with a lot of restaurants local. Used to go to uh, the in-flight that had great seafood all the time, scallops and shrimp and all those kinds of things. Um, so we went up to the country place, which I have to laugh. You know, I should just take normal directions instead of following my ways. So we did the country drive. <laughs> it took us like 40 minutes to get there, and it should not take 40 minutes. It should not there. take 40 minutes. No. Yeah. So we're, we were doing the full country hill drive, which was beautiful to go see. Uh, but yeah, great place to eat. Uh, very, very great staff and uh, got some great scallops and shrimp there. Uh, so we'll be going back to the the country place or a country place, Linda? The country place. Yeah, they were, they were very good. All right. Last segment here for this episode is small wins. And Linda, this is just trying to find a bright spot. So it can be something great that happened to you yesterday, something you saw, whatever. Uh, we are wide open, just a small win in your day that put something that put a smile in your face. So first or last, your call. I'll go last. Oh, all right, Bob. Um, I, you t- I, take I'm it. ready because I was I'm planning. I've been waiting all week to say my small win. Do it. All right. So going to get a little personal here. I had a chipped tooth and, and when I was a kid, I had tons of fillings and I got the thinking, Todd. I think I have fillings that are older than you. But <laughs> I have like 40-year-old fillings in my mouth from when I was a kid. And it chipped and it's close to it. I'm at the dentist and they're like, we're going to have to drill all that old filling out. And I'm like, do you have to? Because I'm not sure how much tooth is left. And the last time they said this to me, which was like 10 years ago, I had to get a crown and I was all sad because I became part machine, part man. <laughs> this is me. You got to deal with me here. So I know we're going into the dentist and I'm like, it's not going to be a filling. They're not going to be able to do it. It's going to be a crown. I don't want a crown. And it's not even the price difference. It's a big difference in price. But uh, so we go in there and I just put my sob story on. I'm like, look, you have to do everything to save this tooth. I don't want a crown. I really don't want a crown. Um, And everybody that came into, I'm telling the story. So they go to do it. They drill it out. And I'm just waiting for this tooth to just disintegrate, right? They get done. And I'm like, I made it. The tooth is still there. Like, we can fill this. And I'm like, I'm like, this is so great. 
And then the dentist, uh, the dentist assistant is trying to get the little mold or whatever they got to do for the filling on the tooth and it wouldn't go. So he's got to drill again. And I'm like, this is where it's going to break. This is where I'm not going to have a tooth and I'm going to have to have a crown. And he came back in and he drilled it again. They put the filling in. I literally jumped out of that chair and I'm like, this is not a small win. I saved the tooth. And I'm like, I didn't save the tooth. And I was Dr. Bass. And the, uh, and I think it was Joyce. And Joyce, if it's not you, I'm sorry. But Joyce was awesome. She was the assistant helping. So Joyce and Dr. Bass saved my tooth. Saved my tooth. I have a filling. I'm so excited. I've never been so excited to have a filling in my life. So it's a small win because it's just a filling. But uh, it just made my day. And Lots of things didn't seem to be going the way I needed it to go in January, all kinds of things. And February started, <laughs> things are great. So I've been excited to share that. So thank you, Dr. Bass. Thank you, Joyce. The, everyone was great. And thank you for letting me be a little sob where I was like, my tooth, save it. Save my tooth, please. <laughs> Mrs. Law, he is insane. <laughs> well, right. I hate going to the dentist. I love the people that work there, but I don't <laughs> like going to the dentist. Small win, small win. I'm small so win. glad you had a wonderful time. I uh, I go to the dentist in, right in Hatfield, Dr. Scalar, Jeremy Scalar. Sure. Big big fan. Right by Hatfield Elementary, Calpath Road. Big fan of Dr. Scalar. Throwing that out there. All right. Um, I'll make sure he listens to this episode, too. Give him a shout out. Right. And, I go, and I go to Dr. Jeff Hartman on Main Street in Lansdale. There we go. Okay. So we just plugged three different dentists. One, two, three. Look at this pod. All right. So my small win. This is going to seem really silly compared to your tooth. I know. My small win. All right, this is embarrassing, but I had this one queued up. I thought of it last night. I have, I think I have shared before, I have significant back issues. I've had a spinal fusion and all kinds of issues with my back. And I could let up on some of the exercise routine, but I'm stubborn and I don't. The heating pad. The heating pad is a small win. When my Just back hurts. Okay. And, yeah, and I lay down to read a book at night. And I turn on that heating pad and lay down on bed and open my book. I'm like, thank goodness for this heating pad. <laughs> That's my small win. I sound like an old man, but it's the heating pad really brings me joy. Uh, makes me feel better before I go to sleep. And it helps with my ailments. I think the heating pad is underrated in today's modern society. So there you go. Small win is heating pad. Mrs. Law, take it away. Well, I think my small win is we have a very nice special ed student who's on our bowling team. He comes to my office every morning and drops off his bowling balls. And one day he forgot to bring his bowling ball. So his mom dropped it off. And then he forgot to come to my office to pick it up. So I took his bowling ball down to the gym lobby to make sure that he got on the bus with his bowling ball. Small win. Small win. That is it. And I'll bet you made his day and certainly made his parents' day that they didn't have to come get it from the school and take it to the bowling alley. Correct. Oh, that's great. Yeah, small, tiny gestures can really brighten your day, whether you are the receiver or the giver in those small gestures. Awesome. Well, um, speaking of kindness and small gestures, Linda is the individual that will give her give you the shirt off her back, uh, always steps up and just likes to help people. Linda, 53 years uh, so happy for you. Wish you all the wonderful things that you're hoping for in retirement. Thanks for everything. And I'm glad you'll be here for a couple more months so we can celebrate. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. Bob, that's it for this episode of Educating with Ease. I hope you have yourself a great day. You too. Everybody take care. Enjoy this beautiful February weather. 
you're probably going to listen to this in July. But enjoy the February weather. <laughs> I hear Friday and Saturday are supposed to be like mid to high 50s and sunny. So let's go. Right. Let's enjoy it. All right. Take, take care, care everybody. everybody.